Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Make and Decorate. This is episode 18, and it is part two of a two-part conversation that I have with Jessica Pierce from Five Out of Four Patterns. So before we continue with that conversation, I'm just going to do my regular sort of updates on what's going on here. And uh, I promise I will not talk about sports except for this one little thing. Um, so, uh, my beloved Chicago bears was in the first week of playoffs and they were sadly eliminated at the very last second. Oh, it was just heartbreaking. It was a very tough game to watch. Um, but I mean, my husband is still reeling and upset from that. And, um, I feel bad for the kicker, although he really should have made that made that field goal because then we would have been in the next game. But anyway, I'm super proud of the team because we got a brand new coach this year. We have a bunch of new players and we made it from being one of the worst teams in the entire league to one of the top teams and definitely the top uh, defense um, throughout the NFL teams. So I'm really proud about that. I mean, I was seeing a silver lining and everything, but, um, you know, it was still disappointing. So anyway, that's it. No more sports talk. I just had to kind of update you on that. Cause in the last episode I was like, Oh, I hope they win. Well, pff, boo. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, so works in progress whips that um, I've been doing recently. I am almost done with Puck the Penguin, the crochet amigurumi um, little penguin. I just have to sew on the, there is little stitching when you do these amigurumis because you stitch on little crocheted parts and pieces to um, these um, little animals. So I've got to just stitch on the wings and the beak and he will be done. So I will take photos and post about that. Uh, But I'm really super proud of my very first amigurumi. Um, It's not perfect by any means, but I love it. It's so cute. Uh, The only thing is, and I want to ask you guys, for those of you who uh, crochet a lot. Uh, give me some tips on how I can be better um, ergonomic. Well, how do I say this? How I can be more ergonomic with the way that I crochet because I noticed I was moving my wrist a little too much. And when I was going pretty fast, that repetitive movement um, really like um, re uh, inflamed my um, like tennis elbow or my tendonite. I I had a problem, um, a year or so ago with, uh, tennis elbow and, um, I could feel it aggravating that again. So I just had to like, um, put my brace back on and take some breaks, but I know that, and I, I did watch some videos that I should turn the crochet needle, um, with, you know, in between my fingers, instead of moving my whole wrist to turn the hook direction, I did start to twist it 
um, in my fingers to to move the hook from upright to downright, and that helped up quite a bit. It's a little awkward, so I think I just have to get more comfortable with the correct way to um, turn the needle in my hand and not to like make these ridiculous like repetitive large wrist movements. So anyway, any tips about that? I would really love to hear from you. All right. Um, Also, I just finished the butterfly part of the Tula Pink Butterfly Quilt. This is the one I'm making for um, on commission for my client. And all I have to do is add the borders and I'm extending it to be a king size quilt. And the top will be done and then I just will need to piece the backing and it will be ready to send to the long armor. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, I I am really excited how this even turned out. It is gorgeous. I mean, just these Liberty fabrics um, mixed in with Essex linen and the um, Art Gallery Pure Element Solid fabrics just turned out gorgeous. Oh, I would just love to keep this quilt. It is it is just that pretty. So um, I'm really happy to be done and. You know, I was really kind of like holding my breath. Um, there, there's, you know, nine sections to this. You know, you, you you quilt this in sections, and there's lots of little tiny blocks, and then you've got to put these sections together. Um, and I was just really hoping that they would all <laughs> fit together without too much, you know, problem. And uh, to my complete surprise, they pieced together really well. I was just like, exhale, sigh of relief, because you can do all these piecing of these blocks. And then when you start putting them together, they maybe aren't square, don't line up, but I really took my time. I've been working on this quilt for a while. And because, you know, also it is for someone else. I'm like super extra particular about making sure I'm as perfect as I can possibly be. And, um, you know, this client really understands because she does needlepoint, which is a precise craft as well. So, um, I, that was really kind of like the payoff for my patience of taking my time, pressing all the seams, um, just being diligent with that and squaring up um, the blocks as I went. Because when I went to put together all of the pieces, um, I was like, really amazed at how it went together. So whew. and then at the very end, when I was measuring that um, big center um, part of the butterfly quilt, that piece is around um, 88 inches wide by 72 long. And um, just to even square up that part of it, it turned out great. I really only have to trim off the tiniest sliver. And the, you know, you take three measures of, of the quilt before you square it off. Or that's what that's what I do. So I, I measure the width of, from the top of the quilt and from the I take another measure in the middle and another one at the bottom. The top and the bottom were the same. So the middle was just a quarter inch 
bigger. So that's where I can square it down to the measurement from the top and the bottom. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm really excited. I can't wait till that um, gets done. Uh, what else? Um, that's pretty much what I'm focusing on in the sewing room. Um, as far as uh, my freelance design, we've been pretty busy um, with some installations and deliveries. Uh, this week we had a couple of window treatment installations and there's one I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I haven't done this in a while, but we did a couple of motorized um, Roman shades and because we really had to, uh, these were for two windows in the kitchen and these windows are large behind the, um, counters. So the countertops are about what, 25 inches deep. And then the windows are inset in the wall. So that's even deeper. Um, so if you had to like reach for a shade cord to raise and lower that every time, you'd have to get on a step stool um, to really reach across that far and that high. So um, we definitely opted to get those two shades motorized. And um, there's two ways you can do motorized shades. Ideally, you would um, if you're in any kind of a new build or renovation, you will want to tell your contractor that that's what you want to do and they will um, run the necessary electrical wiring to have those shades hardwired. Uh, but this has to be done early in the process. But if it's too late, um, it's not too late because then you can always go with the other way, which is... Um, a uh, battery remote control. So these remote control motorized shades have really come a long way. Um, they're really nice. They're super quiet. And you don't have to have batteries to recharge the remote. It actually plugs in just like a, a phone charger. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and there's different... Um, options on there. So they have increments of, um, you know, how far the shade goes down, other than you can also just press it to go all the way down or all the way up. Uh, and uh, several shades can be programmed into the one remote control. So it's pretty cool. And it was really fun. I had a I had a fun time uh, testing them out. <laughs> So um, that I really liked. The rest of the shades in the condo were just done with the regular um, cords because uh, the motorized shades are more expensive. So you, you know, not you don't really need if you can really access the cords and everything, you don't really need to have them all motorized unless you really love that sort of thing and you and you want it. But yeah, it's one of those things where once you start using it, you're like, whoa, this is really smooth and easy to get used to. All right. So here we are. 
getting into part two of my conversation with Jessica Pierce, uh, the owner of Five Out of Four Patterns. And um, I've got at the very end, if you keep playing it, I've got a little outtake from um, our, you know, we were just chatting before we started to um, do our official record. And there's a, a funny little part of the conversation I thought you guys would really enjoy. So um, here we go. <laughs> so I actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this yet, but um, I was approached to teach a class um, for a new bathing suit for next spring um, up in Ottawa at Fabric Crush. And so I'm going to go up there and, and teach it. And I, I'm super pumped because I love making bathing suits. I hate shopping for bathing suits. Mm-hmm. I love making my own bathing suits. Um, I remember back when I was in high school, it was like before tankinis were invented. I don't know. Maybe I'm dating myself. But um, I would try and like, you know, get a, a cool looking fashionable one piece. J. Crew was really hot back then. I couldn't afford it, but it was really hot back then. And so I would go and try on the bathing suits and my torso is so long that like the top of the suit would be right below my breast. It was ridiculous. Mm. It was like, <laughs> and so I'm like strapping it, you know. <laughs> That's so cool. That, yeah. yeah. I think that I try and come out with a bathing suit almost every year. Bathing suits and skorts and fleece. I guess that's what I'm telling you. Those are my bread and butter because I love skorts because I have a lot of kids and I'm constantly mm-hmm. chasing them and falling. <laughs> yeah, and you're, I, I, people love fleece too. We live in it. I'm in it right now. I mean, in wintertime, it's just what we all we all it's it's just soft and comfortable and and it was so cool when um, my niece and I made that one fleece for her and I um when I shopped for it for it um, before our weekend I bought a, a fleece fabric for me um and because I also bought your pattern for the women's size fleece right the zip so I still have to make that um and then I also got the vest pattern for my husband so I'm really excited to make those but what also drew me into your um, your patterns is that, f- first of all, <laughs> you do make my size because I am outside of most of patterns, you know, standard size range. So you, you, you make that extended size, which is great. But not only that, though, the extended size still has style. It's It's not just like, you know... It's not like we just made it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> we actually had to, you know, yes. that's, um, so a couple of things when, when we started doing the agility, because I had fallen in love, I was at Athleta and it only went up to an XL and I was ticked <laughs> off. I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. And actually I did the, um, agility and the riptide shorties, which are mm-hmm. reversible little swim shorts. And I remember I tried on. This is shit, kind of might be oversharing. I tried on the um, the Athleta version, which is slightly different of the shorties, and they didn't have a gusset. And so it was like seams in all the wrong places. Mm. And we'll move forward from there. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I just remember standing there and being like, this is ridiculous. Like, this costs over $100. Mm-hmm. They're probably close to $100 a piece. I've got seams in all the wrong places. This only goes to this size. And I was like... I felt like it was an affront against women. Mm-hmm. That's kind of dramatic, but I get up in arms about these things. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I really struggled. And I think that Laura, um, at the time, I think she probably made six pretests of the agility, just of the overlay version. 
because we wanted to make really and um, we wanted to make sure on both of us that we could get it to where it looked loose, but it didn't look like you were wearing a potato sack. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I've had a lot of kids, but I don't want to look like I'm in a muumu at the beach, and um, right. it's it's a struggle. And I think that, and we started with going up to three x, and then we actually expanded to five x, and that has been a learning curve mm-hmm. because part of what um, makes it a challenge is not all plus size people. Um, are built the same way, just like not all petite people are built the same way. And trying to sell people on this idea of growth when like, I really, I joke that um, I'm going for world domination. That is totally a joke. I'm not really selling that. But like, people are like, Oh, what are you aiming for? I'm like, world domination, you know? (laughs) And, uh, And so that's what I joke about. And so I would love to have these quick and easy patterns that you can pull off. And it's perfect every time. But that like, it just, I don't know how to say it. And, um, I think once you can like actually sew for yourself, it's like an, it's like a level of self love and getting to know yourself. And like, it just brings the whole game up mm-hmm. and not just that, but really understanding I- I'm getting on a soapbox here. Sorry. The value of pressing and top stitching. It's sort of like the slow food movement. We're going to call it the slow sewing movement. Mm-hmm. Somebody's probably already coined that phrase, so they're not going to name that after me either. But <laughs> like really taking pride in it. Like, trust me, when I hardly ever buy custom fabrics, but when I do, if something particularly speaks to me, I 90% of the time make one of two things pajama pants or a pillowcase. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, and I make adult sized pajama pants. I don't make them for my kids. I make them for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the, um, I like the loose fit uh, versatility pants. That was my second pattern. And it was because that was 100% for me. Um, I love putting on my pajama pants because I like knit pants and seeing like whatever. I have mermaids. I have, um, I have all kinds of things. And I love it. It brings me joy. And so, I don't know. I just, I think that it's a level of self-care and getting to know yourself. And I don't know. I mean, as much as I love patterns that come like the cardigan, the Eleanor cardigan, mm-hmm. right? It's not couture sewing. So you don't have to think too deeply about mm-hmm. changes to make for your body. Um, but every now and then, like really taking pride in something like right now, we're working on a dress that could be super dressy for the holidays if you want it to be. And I struggled because I love to have more options. And I always have an assistant. And this time it was um, Ashley Lovett. She also uh, is an admin for us and um, is a good person. She's not, I really value Ashley because she's not a yes man. She won't just be like, you're the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) And I need people like that in my life because she's like, Jess, you you don't need, you've got like 40 options here. The tutorial is 60 pages long and we still have people who want to print it all out and then they get upset. And I'm like, it's like we all want our cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. And so this particular pattern, I had the FBA pattern piece, which is a new thing that Rochelle started and I latched onto. It's been fantastic just to include more people and help them find even better fit for themselves. Uh, Laura's done the measuring videos, you know, just to really suck in more people. And FBA is full bust adjustment, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. So we do the one inch full bust adjustment, which yeah. there's a lot of people. Cool. Cool. But uh, this new dress, instead of just having a normal band neckline, 
that makes it look like a t-shirt. We, you know, I wanted to take it up a notch and have a fully lined bodice. Mm. And so it opens the neck up a little bit. It like, it, it's just a little, a little fancy. Um, but then while we're doing it, I'm like, oh, but it could just be quick and easy if I just put a neckband in there. And, and I, it's <laughs> like I struggle, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I really want to please as many people as possible and reach as many people as possible. But like, I will say that when you're in a test and, you know, you're offering a nursing version, you're going to have some, I don't like circle holes. Next person, I like circle holes. I like pull up. I like top down. I like side view, you know, and it, it, it is very hard. Um, the first pattern I ever did was the not your average shirt and dress. Mm -hmm. And that was, um, it's kind of cool. And I had a tester who was older than me who said, you got to stay true to your vision. You might upset this person. Hopefully you'll be tactful and polite because they are trying to be helpful. They're not being a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. But if they're saying, let's add a circle skirt and you really want an A-line and a slim fit, well, you can't have, I mean, you could, but like if you have a slim fit, an A-line, a half circle and a circle all in one pattern, it, it's just, it becomes too much mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a learn. I mean, that's a growth thing that we've had to go through and figure out and what's mm-hmm. enough, you know? Yeah. And we're, we're getting there That's and we'll good. start testing. Sometimes we'll, we like to add pockets. I love this new dress. Oh, I love while, that too. While it's fancy, it has pockets. Yes. <laughs> I love pockets and everything. I yes. love it. Yeah. That's cool. Really cool. Uh, we're getting there. We're, we're growing every day. Yeah. I like that. I, and, um, you do, you have to stay true to yours. I know what you mean though. You, you, you want to, you want it to accommodate as many as possible without compromising your design aesthetic and your vision. So, mm-hmm. but, um, and you've been put like, you've been releasing quite a few patterns in the last month because, um, well, and I loved your black Friday special. I, uh, just ordered a ton of stuff. Um, but uh, now I can't wait to make them too because I already have my knit fabric um, uh, to make pajama pants for me. <laughs> oh, the and new pajamas the, for the, the family. The new bit. pajamas, yeah. That was, um, you know, we love being able to do the whole family. Like mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and so we really worked together and Rochelle was the front runner on those three. Those are her babies. And she said, you know, I want to do this right before Christmas. I want to make it part of the black Friday because a lot of times you'll release a pattern and it's 20% off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a, and you're like, that's not part of the sale. It's brand new, you know? <laughs> right. And she was adamant. She was like, this is a celebration. Like, let's do this thing. And, um, man, running three consecutive tests. Whoo. It's amazing that um, we're not all alcoholics. Or... That was awesome, though, <laughs> because people love the family matching pajamas, too. My sister was even like, oh, she she bought this really cute pajama set for her little two-year-old. She's like, I wish they had adults in this. I would totally get it. And and I'm like, ooh, I just got <laughs> But I don't well, want my... to tell her because I don't want to make them <laughs> all oh, the pajamas. Oh, there's that. My 10-year-old. But... My 10-year-old just this year, so we talked about perfectionist Mm -hmm. tendencies a little bit. I don't sew a lot of gifts for people because I have issues. And so a good example is when the Rocky Tea came out, I made one for my dad for his birthday in March. And I think that I gave it to him in June. (laughs) And it was because he was standing in my sewing room and like accidentally put his hand on it and was like, 
kind of petting it because it was made from this like bamboo lycra blend. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It had like the most beautiful drape and it was a hunter green and he was just like standing there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's for you. And he kind of looked at me and I swear I had top stitched the collar and one little wrinkle. Like, I mean, oh, I know it's so silly. It was so silly. And he, he would never notice. Like, I love mm-hmm. my dad, but he's not really Captain Obvious when he, you mm-hmm. know. And he held it up. And then we, I remember we were at the beach, and we all went out to lunch, and he was wearing his shirt. And I'm like, I made that. I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, you know, I suffer for my kids all the time, but, like, extended family, I start to get a little twitchy. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I made my 94-year-old, he, uh, he's, yeah. My grandfather, mm-hmm. a hooded sweatshirt, and I just made it gray. Like, I didn't use anything fancy, and he put that on. He's like, you made this, and I'm like, heck yeah, I did, and you're wearing it. <laughs> it was like the best feeling, you know, but once I get past the, it's not perfect, Right. seeing people's joy, like, so what I was saying before, like, my 10-year-old this year, she has decided that pajamas with some cute vinyl saying on it is her bread and butter, like, um, birthday gift for her friends. And it is like the cutest thing. So we're getting all this cute French Terry and um, she'll pick out a quote. Like one was a gym gymnastics quote and one was the greatest showman. And I mean, oh, we are loving it. We, I mean, she has the best time picking fonts. Gosh, we can stare at fonts forever and, you know, figuring out how to do it all fancy and what color we want to do it in. It's cool. It's, yeah. I, it makes me feel good. But uh, like tonight it was 8.50 and- arm went off for this interview and she's like hey we have a birthday tomorrow I'm like (laughs) (laughs) no way (laughs) oh man that's crazy yeah I the vinyl I just discovered like about a year ago the heat transfer vinyl it's so Mm -hmm. fun it's a lot of fun I even did like a little um on my niece's um canvas tennis shoes a little like kitten face in the vinyl oh that's cool because I had this little tiny clover iron yeah. Just, I, oh, it's so cute. And it wasn't that hard to make or anything. And it just looks That's so impressive. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Really cute. I mean, so. it, we love, um, you know, we, we loved The Greatest Showman. And again, with uh, gymnasts, we did, um, they keep their, crap, I'm drawing a blank on what they're called, grips. It's for the bar, the uneven bars. Yes. Uh-huh. They keep their grips in a special little drawstring bag. And so my daughter and I decided to do grip bags for the whole team. And like we had a little assembly line. She's cutting it all out. And, you know, and it was I, just, I loved it. I, I loved it. She was getting to be creative. Yeah. You know, we were doing the logo and everything. And so like we have a blast doing stuff like that. Um I don't know, it's fun. So much fun. It is. It's it's a lot of fun and you're creating memories and just um being creative, I think just really it's it it just for me, I mean it just fills yourself with fulfillment and passion oh. and just, you know. It 100% keeps yeah. my sanity. Like it, yeah. I sew for sanity cuz it it's um <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I go slow and it's quiet. I don't even typically I don't even have a movie playing. If I do have a movie, it's something I've seen a thousand times. But um Yeah. I've I, I'll have um a Roku on or whatever, but it's gotta be something that can be played in the background. I can't like be paying attention to some murder mystery that I have to like pay attention oh, to. Oh no no, yeah. <laughs> 
So that's good. Um, all right. What I, I ask almost everyone this because people want to know what everyone is sewing on. That's like the big mystery is like, what sewing machine is the best one out there? And there really, oh. there really isn't one best one. Um, but uh, so what do you sew on? <laughs> I don't really love my sewing machine. Oh. <laughs> um, it's, it's finicky. So I, <laughs> I probably should have started with that. Um, I have quite a few machines. Um, funny enough, my husband bought me my sewing machine. Um, he bought me the, he called my great aunt who was a seamstress or I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. was a seamstress and said, you know, what brand should I get? And, um, she coached him and it was like the cutest thing cause she's Aww. super old and, and she told him what to get. And so I started with the entry level, um, Husqvarna way back okay. when, yeah. And then um, I upgraded, and he bought a used machine for me. It's a um, Husqvarna Emerald 183. Okay. It's it's a good machine. It's um, it's got one of those problems, you know, when you 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 take something in to get checked and the problem doesn't show up. Yes. And so you feel <laughs> a little yeah. So sometimes I turn it on and like nothing happens. Mm. And so I've been playing with the idea of getting something new, but I hate shopping for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, even my brother, my oldest brother has been trying to talk me into, uh, not talk me into, but like been telling me about a, a sewing machine store here in town about going and, and trying out some new things. Um, so I have that, that's my main sewing machine. And then I, I have the, the brother 1034 that was my uh, first surgery. Yeah. And so for that one, that is just my workhorse. Mm-hmm. That thing I've had it for years it was what I could afford at the time. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. The first time I bought a cover stitch, I had to talk myself into it because I was like, this is a one trick pony. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so I, I have a Janime. It's not, it's not the fancy one. Uh-huh. I'm trying to look at the number. It's like the 900 CPX. Okay. Um, it's finicky too. Sometimes uh-huh. I feel like throwing that one out the window, but, um, <laughs> but it does the job, but yeah. it's funny. Like, even though they're finicky, um, I keep them there and I get used a lot, but I would say a year and a half ago, uh, maybe even two years ago, I can't remember. I invested in a baby lock ovation. I have that. Oh my gosh. I love this it. thing is, is my best friend. Yes. <laughs> this thing, um, I had a little bit of a panic attack when I was paying for it. Oh Yeah. I want four of these though. I mean, you know, if I could have, if I could have two, that would, that would be magical. Oh um, man. Yeah. I absolutely love that machine. And I can easily say that is my most used machine. Mm-hmm. Um, my sewing machine does not get used a whole lot. Wow. Especially, I mean, I, I sew primarily with knits. Yeah. And I so, mean, I So you can I'll, construct and finish all in one step. That's awesome. Yeah, and it cover, and it switches over to in cover stitches too. It does. I do. You know, I do um, tops. <laughs> we joke. So um, one of the six year olds has some sensory issues, and I made her the new dress that we're that's in testing right now. Uh-huh. And she wanted me to wash pants uh, last night so she could wear it with the dress. And they like had peacocks on. They didn't match at all. I was like. Okay. And then I was, it was 10 o'clock and I'm like, I forgot to start a load of laundry. Like, that's not going to happen. I'll make her a pair of penny pajama pants, the new pajama pants pattern. 
Yeah. She likes to wear those during the day. We don't ask questions. We just, <laughs> they're pants. And so I was like, I'm going to make her a new pair, but I got, I didn't look at her waist size. I haven't written down. I just didn't look. I was like, I know what it is. And so I handed it to her this morning as I'm taking another child to school and I'm like, Hey, the waist might not be right. Don't freak out. It's okay. We'll fix it. And I come back from taking one child to school and she's like gone around the bend. She's totally throwing a fit. Oh. I've got 30 minutes. She's sobbing because the pants that match her new dress don't fit her. And so I, this morning all on the ovation except for one step was sewing the elastic. Like I, you know, I make the circle of elastic and I sew the ends together. Mm -hmm. That was the only thing I did on my sewing machine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And really, I don't think I'd even have to do that. But um, just to make a a six-year-old have a peaceful day. (laughs) It it brought her some joy. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, that's great. You know, you should think about... um, uh, do you ever hear about like the Juki 2010s and the 2200? Like they're just straight stitch mechanical machines. But I do. They go super fast and they have mm-hmm. the thread cutter in the pedal. I love it. I have one of those. Oh, and they sew through. Does it have a walking foot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You can put a walking foot on there. Um, because I will say on my Husqvarna, the walking foot is surgically attached. Like it stays on there. <laughs> um <laughs> Because, and that's the, what I found, like, this is a pretty expensive machine. Mm-hmm. It has all these stitches. Yeah. I don't use any of them. Like, I, I want a nice machine that does, like, zigzag stretch stitch of some sort and a straight stitch. And I can move the needle mm-hmm. side to side. That's one thing that when we upgraded to this one, I was able to move it and get, like, if I'm quilting, a true one-fourth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or even if I'm top stitching or edge uh-huh. stitching, I like to line it up so it's easy to keep it straight so I can be right, you know, or stitching yeah. in the ditch, whatever my little heart can, you know. Yeah. Um, I like being able to move the needle side to side. But well, this one's just a straight stitch, so you wouldn't get a zigzag or anything with it, but I just like it. I, 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 I do. I do like it makes it goes through foam like when I make bags just like butter and you don't even need a walking foot most of the time because the foot is kind of little and the you can adjust the pressure foot mm-hmm. pressure it's it's just so easy it's in it, it you not finicky at all whatsoever I mean, it's like the uh, easiest machine. So I crave the easygoing friend in my Yeah, home. and it's not like a million. I mean, it's like you could buy, you know, a couple of ovations for the price of that one. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, a couple of dookies more. for the price of one ovation. So Yeah, it, it costs more than my first few cars. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's crazy. It is. I know. But it's like, that's like your forever. I mean, it's because the ovation is still mechanical and it doesn't, it, it doesn't take a whole, you know, it's not like going to go. This is the one thing I've talked about in some of my podcasts too, of just like these newer machines that are so expensive and they're driven with software and computers. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's my Husqvarna. And then they go out of technology in a couple of years. They, 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 um, retire them or you know they and and they don't support the software and it's like people like invest so many thousands of dollars in these machines and they're obsolete right for embroidery machines i think that's happened Mm -hmm. a lot yeah i do not own an embroidery machine much to my sister's dismay (laughs) (laughs) actually i have a couple teammates on my daughter's team who are like do you own an embroidery machine because we could get you know (laughs) (laughs) you could could do a lot with that oh my gosh i would never leave my house 
Well, that's cool. It's always fun to learn what, what other people are sewing on and what you like and what you don't like. It's just good to get that information out there because it's the choices and the options out there are just just overwhelming to It people. is overwhelming. So, when I was at Joanne tonight, they had a $12,000 machine there. Really? They really upped their game. Yeah. Wow, that is up in their game. I mean, they had quite a few. Um, they, they're a Husqvarna dealer, but they had like the long arm quilting and they had all these fancy pants embroidery machines. And <laughs> I was pawing one a little too possessively, I think. And the, the lady walked up, she, can I help you? I'm like, oh, oh not boy. tonight. <laughs> I got to send a kid to college. Not tonight. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. So um, I wanted to ask you. Uh, oh, you already talked about your new pattern releases. So you've got a dress coming out soon that's in testing. You've already released the pajama, the family pajama pants. And then you also released another, it was like a mommy and me dress. Um, oh, it was I, a tunic. The mama, the Mabel? The ruffle? Know. It was Laura, it was, it was Laura, because I recognized her from the videos. And it was in a really beautiful red knit. And it was kind of like a longer length. And the little girl was in that. That's, maybe, that's what's in testing right now. Oh, maybe that was in your newsletter. Yeah. Ah, that looks um, so beautiful. Yeah, that's that was a really coming. beautiful, um, it was techno crepe, which I've never even sewn with. The amount of fabric out there, it just blows my mind. And so Laura got that at Sly Fox Fabrics, who's actually um, sponsoring this test, which is super fun, because then we get, you know, we get a sale, and everybody loves the sale, and mm. I love fabric. Um, and so... That's the test that's um, that's happening right now. So it's mommy and me. I've mm-hmm. started doing mommy and me for every pattern. I think yeah. I'm going to try and do some, you know, basic baby to toddlers. Yeah. But for right now, like I love it. Yeah, um, that's great. I, I just, think it draws people the because people sew for their kids a lot, and then, like you said earlier, that's what sometimes gets people into sewing um, is when they start having kids. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have nieces and nephews, so I sew for them. And um, it's it's nice. I, I in um, in the men's patterns too. That was like a big thing for me because there's not that much out there, and you've got a nice selection with the pants, the vest, you know, other stuff. So I just think it's just a really well rounded. Plus, my husband too. He he's a three X, and you know, there's not a lot out there. To, yeah. to sew and I don't know how to grade so I'm not gonna like take you know an XL <laughs> and grade it out to a 3x right so. well and that's actually I meant to say this earlier too when we so our website was um done by my husband who that's not his job he uh-huh. he had to learn how to do everything when we were first getting started and um you know, he was asking me what we were looking for themes and this is not my background either. So we were both learning how to do this on our own. And I was adamant that I wanted a picture for every size that was offered Mm -hmm. because I think it's so important to see something at least in your realm Mm -hmm. that could be you wearing that pattern. Um, and so we struggle a little bit on the photography front. We don't have like the beautiful advertisements that some of the other companies have, but um, we're working on that, and um, hopefully that's something that happens in the next year for us. It's just getting some more professional pictures as well. But I love on the website for each listing, I, I think that almost every size is accounted for for every listing. It is, and that's one of the things I noticed right away, that you have the most photographs I have ever seen for 
um, a pattern and you can't see it in your size. So I love that. I mean, that just really, that makes me happy to like, hear. I mean, it just drew me in and I'm just like gaga crazy over it. It's just amazing. So I hope I get more time this, you know, winter to <laughs> really do some more sewing of, of clothing. Cause I, I'm, I'm a, you know, mostly like kind of like a quilter and home deck sewer. But, um, you know, I've always, I started off sewing a long time ago, just sewing clothing. That was how my first foray into sewing and just going to, you know, what used to be Hancock's. They're not in business anymore, but Hancock's. Oh my fabrics. gosh, I love things. Yeah. And there used to be oh. a long time ago, Minnesota fabrics. So, yeah. And I would just buy those patterns, Butterick or whatever, and struggle through the instructions and try to make it, you know, work out. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I love it. I just, I think it's great. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing everything that you have to, you know, put out there. And, um, you know, my we, my niece likes sewing, you know, it and she got all excited. Fun. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. So, I mean, we, um, so we have a lot of stuff happening this next year. Like with the birth of Stella, I really feel like we have, um, or I really feel like I have had to kind of slow down a little bit. We, I haven't released as many patterns, just me. Um, thank goodness for Rochelle filling the, the gaps. But what I've really been focusing on is sort of just building this snowball. And I swear, like, as soon as I, you know, everything's in place, it's just going to get shoved. And, I mean, it's going to be a wild ride. We're going to have such, so much fun. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I mean, we are really trying to grow our Instagram following and Pinterest and really get our name out there. And, you know, we're doing the sewing tutorials, which Laura has just knocked out of the park on YouTube and we're getting, you know, some traction that way. And so now when people join our Facebook group, we, one of the questions is where did you find us? And we love reading it. And it's funny. Sometimes people are cagey, like another Facebook group. I'm like, come on, let me show some love. Like tell me which one, but, <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I, I love it when people say I found you on Pinterest because then I'm like, Oh, all right. That time is well spent, you know, but, um, we have, we're doing a little rebranding. We're not changing the name or anything, but we're just growing. And mm -hmm. so like we're working on some rebranding and some new color schemes for our logo. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we actually are in the middle of building a new website by professionals. Cool. <laughs> really nice. And so, I mean, I think 50% of our traffic comes from mobile. Uh -huh. And so we are really working behind the scenes to have a very smooth, um, client driven, successful website. And so we're really hoping that between, I mean, I don't know if like I'm enjoying doing the, um, the live videos on Tuesday, mm -hmm. my eight viewers might be losing their minds cause I haven't got, quite gotten my act together yet, <laughs> but like, I'm hoping that I get into a groove and start sharing, I don't know, not just little tips about me. Cause I don't really think I'm that exciting, but, um, like last week I talked about perfectionism and all these unfinished objects that I have and, you know, just really focusing on this community that we're building. Yeah, that's great. And you have an active Facebook group. I love that. And all of your, your hard work is showing because you are growing and I think you have something unique just by um, what you've talked about. All the pictures that are shown in all the sizes in your, on your website, are those from your testers or, I mean, like, do you have testing done for every single size that you do? So, yeah, we actually, um, we 
have started a tester pool to where if somebody's tested for us and they've enjoyed it and they've you know been helpful, then we'll invite them to be part of our tester pool. And it's just sort of like a the first place we go to say, hey, are you interested in trying this? Are you free? Do you have time? You know, um, it's we're still growing that. So typically, I still have to look for testers in the five out of four group as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I usually have two to three people per size who test it for me. Um, now I, we're, you know, we're almost four years into this. So for women, especially like we've got very solid blocks Our, you know, we know most patterns are, are going to be pretty quick to move along. Um, that's what makes it possible for us to do like men's, women's and kids in a, you know, two, I think she did it in a two week testing period. Um, since I just added the babies, I think I'm on my third pattern for babies (laughs) so we're still learning like the pattern that the dress is a little bit tighter bodice well Mm -hmm. with a baby you can't have it too tight because you're trying to get arms and it's like dressing an octopus Mm -hmm. right and so I'm still learning that because it doesn't quite match the the um the block that I'm working off of and it's a, a growth opportunity for me so yeah we very thoroughly test we not all of them give us pictures but they provide feedback with the tutorial because those tutorials holy crow they're a labor of love Mm -hmm. um and we really try and make them interactive so you can jump to different spots and you know um but then the testers will take pictures and some of them are better than others i mean some people can provide a quick snapshot with their phone i um try and just get the lighting similar. Mm-hmm. And then Laura actually puts them into our collages. And I like the collages personally, because then you know what size you're looking at super mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. And it's different views of the same person. Right, right. And I love that because how yeah. many times have you looked at even at a store, like if you're looking for nursing, a nursing shirt or whatever, and you can't see the back of it. I've noticed this in like athletic wear um, catalogs too. Like I'm looking through and I'm like, well, what does the back look like? And mm-hmm. you, you, know, you can't see it. So I like seeing as many views as possible. Yeah, I think that is a huge seller. And I mean, I don't even mind that. I mean, to me, a picture it, it doesn't even have to be perfect. I mean, it's just that visual representation and I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, add, it that- to, add it to the cart. <laughs> <laughs> we like that too. <laughs> yes, yes. That's it really does really well. So, um well, I don't know, um I don't want to keep you too long. We've been like to chatting forever. I could talk to you like all night. But Yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> I like that. Um but yeah, I I'm looking forward to. I you know, I, I don't know. I don't I'm not quite sure what the category is myself because I I I mean, I'm some familiar with like sewing clothing but I'm still not as confident like I'm definitely not an advanced but um I think that I could definitely learn the adjustments um I tried I have taken some online craftsy courses and all that stuff and I mean when it starts getting so technical and and we're you know cutting stuff and swinging it out and (laughs) you know doing all this other stuff, it just overwhelms me. So I think just by, you know, just starting on, you know, specific things like the full bust adjustment, just getting that to work. And then you can like do your shoulders or whatever. But I mean, it could get really like technical. Well, and it gets to where it's like six steps into it and you're still, Mm -hmm. you know, and so, I mean, it's a struggle. 
like even for me, I have these really broad shoulders to wear like buy a lot of t-shirts like women's cut t-shirts in stores now even in like the rei or the athletic or wherever they're made for people with who don't work out which is ironic to me because they're athletic stores <laughs> <laughs> whatever i mean i put them on and i can't move my arms i'm like wait a second what happened here <laughs> um i i like it, it is a process the hope is that you can get to where, you know, for a t-shirt, I know I need to do these three things, you know? Um, and there's common ones like broad shoulder, full bust, sway back are probably mm -hmm. three of the most. Um, pants are like a whole nother adventure. Um, and Rochelle did, uh, <laughs> she, she did a very thorough pants fitting guide on our blog. And then she even did a whole video where she used aluminum foil to get like, her whole, you know, crotch length done and figure out how to adjust it to the pattern. And, and it's just, it's pretty cool, like all the different ways, but you have to just decide the investment is worth it, right? Exactly. Like the investment in yourself and with right. your time. Right. Um, yeah. So that's good. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a learning curve for me. And I think it's great that you are out there sharing more of your knowledge, because I think that's what people like me need to get more confident in sewing for yourself. I don't have a problem sewing for other people, especially little kids. They're easy to sew for. Totally. But for myself, lots of curves. <laughs> it, right. There's a there's a lot more involved. So I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast with me. Oh, and this has been I loved been talking with you. Um, and I'm so looking forward to all of the, you know, new introductions you're going to have and all, um, your new website and, um, just, um, it's exciting. I really, I really, really love it. And I hope that people who are listening get excited about, you know, diving in and making, you know, clothing for themselves. It's kind of a, been a movement in the last couple of years, especially that people are making their own wardrobes. Now we're kind of like going back to really like making real well-made clothing that's not disposable. And I, th I think yeah. that's been a huge push showing the mm -hmm. amount of waste and stuff like that. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember I was reading one blog post about how, in order to save fabric, they'll actually cut off the crotch length and add it to the hips because the measurement across will be the same, but it's a different fit. And uh, so you'll get an outlet store to where it totally gives you a wedgie uh, and you won't know what's going on. And it's because that's how, you know, or they're in, <clears throat> we're having, um, you know, clothing made in other countries to where the model who's that size won't be built the same way that a model over here would right. be built, you know, and it, mm -hmm. it's fascinating. I mean, just the whole fast fashion movement, yeah. of, you know, it's super cheap mm -hmm. and um, super easy to get from Walmart and Target and, you know, H&M mm -hmm. or wherever. I mean, it's, it's hard to step away from that and just yeah. be, it is. you know. But this is cool. This is good. This is good for everyone. And I want everyone to find your, your website. I'm going to put all of this on the show notes, um, your website, the YouTube channel. I love it. And <laughs> um, people need to sign up for your newsletter because I get that too. Oh, and you get a huge coupon oh, if you yeah. sign up for the newsletter. Oh, that's right. You do. I You get like a nice discount on your in your order. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. I or, love writing newsletter. And actually, you just reminded me, I haven't written it yet, and it's coming uh -oh. out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. I, <laughs> I better let you go then. <laughs> oh, usually the later I write it, the more entertaining it gets because <laughs> it's just complete ridiculousness. 
Oh man. Well, then um I don't it's this has been a pleasure. I just really have had so much fun talking with you. So, um yeah. Thank you. Thank you very you're, much you're for reaching out. Come back on again cuz uh Anytime. This has been a blast. We'll, we'll have a ton more to talk about, I'm sure. <laughs> Always. All right, cool. Thank you so much, Jessica. All right, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, so that wraps up our two-part episode of my conversation with Jessica Pierce with Five Out of Four Patterns. Isn't Jessica amazing? I mean, she is literally Wonder Woman and will conquer world domination. I totally believe her. Oh, and and doing it with a sense of humor is so awesome. I love her so much. She's wonderful. So I hope you all enjoyed that and go to her website, check out her patterns. Let me know if you sew any of them, let her know. And you can join her Facebook group five out of four patterns. So um, yeah, Uh, here is the outtakes of what I mentioned earlier. And please remember to rate and review the podcasts. I thank you so much. And um, also, um, check out my donation button on my podcast show notes page uh, to help keep the podcast going. All right, have a great week. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, there she is. Hi. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right. Bye, Jenny. (laughs) I have a lot more. So they'd, they'd all be running in and out. Well, and I think the kids today are just so used to it. Like, for for me growing up, we didn't have like you weren't on video and you know, FaceTiming so, people. <laughs> oh, my God. My oldest and I are actually um, watching Gilmore Girls together. Uh-huh. And um, it's, I mean, like, I remember how I didn't have my first cell phone. Um, I actually worked at Mount Rainier. I, like, traveled from Georgia to Washington State in a little geoprism. And my mom loaned me her briefcase cell phone. Uh-huh. I mean, it it cost me $50 to call, um, whatchamacallit, when my car broke down uh-huh. in the middle of the desert, of course. Uh. Um, but, I mean, it was, like, a huge to-do. It was not Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell, but it was, like, it was a huge to-do, and that was a very expensive phone call. And we're watching it, and Rory went from, I don't know if you ever watched Gilmore Girls. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> okay. So she went from, like, a pager, and then they had cell phones, and they're standing at um, Lorelai's graduation from business school, uh-huh. and they're, like, Oh, we don't have a camera. And Reedy's like, what do you mean you don't have a camera? <laughs> like she's just used to everybody whipping out their smartphones. And mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, we used to have film. Yeah. I mean, it's film. ridiculous. Even, even when we got married, I remember super clearly the photographer's like, oh, I just switched over to this new thing. It's digital. And we're like, no, no we, don't, we don't want that. What's that? I don't know. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. And there's just even um, online shopping Oh uh, my gosh! Oh no! I don't try. No, they're, you're going to be totally stolen from and yeah, all, still everything. Man. Yeah, I know. Now, now we're all just like you know, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, <laughs> right don't online. drink in prime. That's the, the rule, right? <laughs> right, right. And for us, it's bad if we're in with the baby at like two a.m. and you're like, do 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 do. I mean, it's just, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's our lives today. Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. And go check out the show notes at stephaniesochadesign.com. I have pictures and links to everything we talked about on the show. And I will talk to you next time.